It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. Well, welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, and thank you for being here with us today. Happy Monday to all of you. You know, my theory about Monday, we had a whole week to do some great stuff, so Monday is a very important day. So today, we're continuing our series on Show Me the Money. We talked about investing, day trading. We talked about this new cryptocurrency to understand what that's all about. And by the way, guys, I'm taking lessons because I'm actually going to get into this cryptocurrency and learn about that myself. I have signed up for the course, and I'm going to dig into that a little bit more. So, I, you know, there you go. And today we're going to talk about business credit. We all need credit personally and through your business. Um, for businesses, it's even more important that you have credit to do things you want to um you want to expand, you want to try a new line, you want to try something new. You need to have credit to ensure that you can do that. It's also good for your overall rating as a business person to have credit. So we have the perfect person here for this. We have Tony Robertson. And Tony is a graduate of, uh, University of, South of, of South Carolina State University. I'm sorry. He majored in business and finance. He has his own company. He has two companies, actually. Um, one company is Rock Holdings Enterprise, LLC, and the other is Score Dividers, LLC. And those companies are divided into companies to help individuals and with business, with financing, um, building your credit, correcting your credit, lending, the whole commercial piece. They do all of that for their, for their clients. So um, I'm excited to have him on board. Welcome, Tony. Hey, Gwen. I'm thankful for having me, having me on and the opportunity to uh, speak with you all today. Um, it's an exciting time for small business, and um, this is something that we need more importantly uh, this day to understand, you know, what it takes to build business credit and what it's used for and the purpose of having it. Exactly. We're going to talk just about that because we know business credit is basically the business, the ability, just like um, personal credit, the ability to buy something and pay later. And we all know if you're in business how important it is to have that flexibility. When you need it or not, it's good to have it. So tell us more about what else happens when you have business credit. It helps you grow your business and flexible to do other things, but what else it does for your ratings overall? Well, one of the things, you, you know, uh, just to kind of get into that, you, you want to build business credit primarily because oftentimes small business owners, not all, some have the opportunity to get the uh, access to certain things in advance, but most of us start out small business. Me, um, I, I, I didn't have anything to do with it. I didn't know anything about it until I was taught, trained about it, and, you know, years ago. About 15 years ago, my uncle introduced me to it. lives out in Fresno, California. And I was running my business off my personal credit cards and things of that nature. He said, son, you can't – he basically told me you couldn't do that. He said – and he, he told me why. He explained to me why business credit was important, and he helped me build it. Uh, 15 years ago for myself and my company. So business credit is a way to build business, uh, to build your business without using your personal credit. And business credit is attached to your EIN number, your tax ID number. And so what happens is oftentimes we get ourselves into trouble with our business sometimes. And if you have anything attached to your personal, your personal, you could, you know, you could potentially lose everything that you have, or you could potentially get sued, and a lot of things could happen to you personally as well as your company. And so what business credit does, it helps you avoid a lot of loopholes in terms of getting yourself in trouble with your personal credit, 
as well as um, when you're trying to buy things and do things, your debt ratios are not tied up and you have yourself set up to where you could actually build business and it's not attached to your personal credit. And I'm not saying that you don't have to personally guarantee things all the time. Sometimes you may have to personally guarantee things. However, none of this stuff shows up in your credit report. I'll give you an example. I have over 35 accounts that I use on a monthly basis for my business, some I don't get to touch every month. But none of these accounts show up on my business credit. My cars are in my business name, things of that nature as well. I have done you know, real estate transactions in my business name as well. So business credit affords you the opportunity to build your business uh, without you know, using the bank's money, without attaching to your personal credit. But it also opens you up to be able to leverage this credit to do other things in your personal life as well as your business. Now, that's, that's, that's a powerful tool. That right there is a powerful tool to be able to do that in business. So bottom line is you have your car, you can have space in your home, you have an office, office space, or if you have an office space in your home, that could be part of your issue. You can do all other business trips, um, renting out spaces to do events, to buy supplies if you need supplies, to buy trucks if you need trucks. Those all on your business so it's not tying up your line of credit to do things for you and your family. And that's Correct. huge and in the business world. That's huge. It's, it's very huge. And one of the things that we must understand, uh, small business, there, uh, there's what we call a compliance checklist. Uh, whether you aspire to get into business or whether you're already in business, some people already in business have some forms of, of business credit but not able to go past a certain, you know, certain uh, level uh, when it comes to business credit. So there's a checklist that we use that a business must have in order to actually build business credit the right way but also opens them up to being what we call credible, being fundable. Some, you know, these banks and institutions that lend money or that give you net, we call net accounts, net funding accounts, these businesses have all types of ways to search and, and view you as a company. So basically, they know sometimes more about you than you know about yourself. They are able to find out a lot of things. And so it's very important that you build your business credit with, uh, and you, in, to the point where you're, you're fundable. So in other words, there's a checklist that we use uh, to build business. And so um, banks check the entity that you're set up in. So in other words, give an example, uh, with business entities, you must have an LLC, an S-Corp, or a C-Corp um, set up with the, with, your, with the state that you're in. Um, you've got to have that. And you also have to have your tax ID number, of course, and you also have to have the business bank account. Now, in reference to these three things, these are one of the pri three primary things that you've got to have set up, and everything has to match across the board with it. The spelling of the company's name, the address, everything about this listing has to be the same with all three. And then you have to have a location. If you don't have a physical office location, you actually have to create what we call a virtual address or something of that nature where you can be checked out with the United States Postal Services and things of that nature. So they search to see whether or not you are out there as a company and you're listed as a company. Because if you're a company, you need to be listed with USPS. You need to be listed with 411 and things of that nature. So because, and you need to have what we call a website or a landing page. These are some of the things that they consider you to have to be credible. And if you don't have these things, then basically you're, you're going to fail compliance. So there are about 20 things that we use for our clients to make sure they are fully in line to build business credit, um, banking, um, you know, as well as, the, you know, the licensings and things of that nature. We try to find out how risky the company is that they may, they may be running uh, because all those things play a part in building business credit, um, having your uh, SIC codes, your NAIC codes. And so some businesses are considered more riskier than others. So you definitely when you're building your business, I'm not saying that you can't have a risky business. But just know that, you know, some banks deal with risk-based risk businesses a little bit differently. And oftentimes we, uh, as small businesses, we go and apply for credit, we apply for things, and we don't know 
the underwriting guidelines of all these companies. So basically what we do is we try to help our clients align themselves with the banks and the entities that we know they'll get approved for, things of that nature. Great. And so, and so you have part, banking partners you know, and here's the key thing I like about that. You know what these banks are looking for. You help people get that stuff first. So if you know if I have um, – I have an EIN number, I have a website, but I don't have a separate, separate a bank account. You know, a lot of people get, don't right. want to do that. But, you know, you, you tell me, okay, this is what you need to do. you got to add this, 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 this. Come back in a week's time. When you get this done, and then we'll go forward in the process. So you kind of walk them through everything. Yep, we walk them through. It's typically anywhere from a three- to 11-month process. Um, if everyone is doing what they're supposed to do, including the business owner and things of that nature, we know um, exactly – uh, what banks pull Equifax, we know which banks pull, you know, what bureaus, what bureaus they use. So we know all of that. And so primarily with that is we, we are structuring ourselves to get our client to at least an 80, 80, uh, 80, 80 business credit score. In other words, there are okay. three entities that, that actually look at these businesses. And you have business Equifax, you got business experience done in Bradstreet. So basically it's important that all these businesses be registered with these three bureaus uh, as they obtain um, credit or net 30 accounts or net 60 accounts or net 90 accounts with these vendors because these agencies are actually reporting that information on you. And so it's not about a debt income ratio issue. Basically, you can have 10, 15, or 20 accounts. They don't care how many you have. What they're more concerned about is how you pay. So normally what we do with our clients um, when it comes to uh, vending accounts, we normally tell them to pay in advance because it helps create a, a much larger score. For example, if you have a net 30 or a net 60 or net 90, we normally ask our clients to pay in half the time. So if it's a net 30, we ask our clients to pay within 15 days. And because that helps yield, um, it basically the score tells the bank that, hey, this particular company pays in advance. They don't just pay on time, they pay in advance. So there are a lot of entities that we use and a lot of banking stores that we use, but we know which ones to go to based upon our clients' compliance checklist. If they're fully compliant and we look at, you know, financials or if they don't have financials, they're just, they're just starting out, we basically use this business credit building system to help them get to where they need to be in terms of funding. That's, 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 that's huge. That's huge. And I think it's good that you told people up front, this can take as long as 11 months, from 3 to 11 months. Don't go here today. Um, come to me you know, tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, and say, okay, uh, Tony, I'm going to be applying for something. I'm going to get my credit straightened in a week or two weeks or a month. I'm glad people know that right. preparing now, that stuff, pull your paperwork together and start coming to stuff now and come early as you can to get and bring as much as you can to you to get you able to give them what they need to go forward because it is a three to 11th month period to get it where you want it to be. And you're saying it should be at least 80%. Right. So what happens is with this is, you know, personal credit, it do, does have some factor in this as well. We normally tell our, you know, our business owners that, you know, even though that you can obtain um, some, some accounts under the business credit platform with not having the best of credit, however, depending upon what direction the company is going in and what they're trying to do, personal credit can come to play. So in other words, you may go to a particular client, uh, vendor, uh, you're trying to obtain certain finance, your business credit score is strong and real good, and they still may want to take a look at the owner or some people or guarantors involved and say, hey, you know, we still want to take a look at the personal credit. We want to see what that looks like, vice versa, because even though the business credit score is good, there may, become a, there may be an opportunity where the lender is, is, is willing to lend you the money, willing to give you the, the unsecured credit card, or willing to give you a fleet account 
so you can get trucks for your business or whatever the case may be, and they still may want to look at your personal credit. And with that, that could be the, 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 you know, the breaker between your situation. In other words, they could come back and say, well, hey, based upon this situation, your credit situation, even though your business is doing great, your personal credit is not that great. So we normally try to build personal credit if they're not already strong in credit. If they're not strong in credit, we normally try to take it hand in hand and build it together in order to put them in the best position because in business, you never know when you're going to need funding. You never know what you're going to try to do. Your business may take a change for something better, and you need funding to produce what you're trying to do, and you may run into a situation where they need to look at both, even though your business may have a good credit score. So what we try to do is make sure that personal credit is great and the business is great, and we walk them through this entire process the entire time. We do a lot of follow-up. There's a lot of tedious things that we do, but we also ask the owners to get involved in what we're doing, to understand why we're doing the things we're doing, why we're asking you the things that we're asking you, and why we're telling you the things you, that, that you need to do in this process. And if you do that, over time, within sometimes some clients get funding within two months. Some clients okay. get more funding in three months. Some clients, it takes a little bit longer. It just really depends on their efforts, and it really depends on what they're doing. And so one of the things we had a client, for example, who we built business credit for, but never would use the credit. And so that's another thing. You got to use it when you get it. And so that's okay. the only way you're going to generate a. That's the only way you're going to generate a score and build from that. Okay, let, let me back up a little bit. So, if you two things I want to ask, you say sometimes to look at your personal credit. So, what does that number need to be? Seven hundred, seven fifty. What's that number? Is a good number for your personal credit? Well, well, this is the thing. And going back to what I was saying, that you know, it just really depends upon the lender. We have lenders that fund all the way down to a six hundred credit score. We've had okay. lenders that, that, that fund loans all the way down to a 550 credit score. And so okay. preferably, you know, you want to be as high as possible. You want to be 680. You really want to be in the 700s if you can. However, uh-huh. that doesn't mean you don't get funding if you're not in those credit score ranges. ranges. It means that a lot of times, you know, the risk factors that the banks have to take when your scores are low, they may, you know, your rates might get bumped up or they may charge you what we call sometimes excessive fees in order to get credit when you have low credit scores. And so what we do is say, hey, listen, you've you got to build your credit, credit scores up to here. Uh, you know, we really like to see them no less than 680 uh, for us. I'm not sure about other platforms, but we like to see them at least 680 or better. If they're below that, you still can get funding, but a lot right. of times the parameters are tight. The parameters are tight, and you might, get, you might get a little less money, or they just may make it a little tougher for you to get this loan because of the credit score. Okay. And then the other point you were just making earlier, that when you get the credit, you got to use it. Now, talk about that. You don't use all of it. You shouldn't use all of it, but talk about that piece when you get the credit. Well, what I normally do, we normally try to design our clients to get, you know, credit, uh, net accounts, credit accounts that, that's suitable for their business. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes we have clients that have to get things that they really don't need. It just depends on the situation that they're starting out. But we try to match them up with accounts that they can really use for their business. And so, we normally say no less than 10 accounts, 10 to 11 accounts you want to have uh, reporting to the, to the bureaus. That's a magic number for us. It's worked every single time. And what we do is when you get those accounts, I really like to see clients design these accounts around their business. In other words, if it's something you need to use within your office or outside of your office, these are the type of accounts that you want to set up because if you do that, then you're going to use them and then you're going to pay for them. And so when you do that, it creates a, a score for you with all three bureaus and then you set yourself up for those accounts to be reported to all the three uh, bureaus, Business Equifax, Business Experience, and Dun & Bradstreet. And when these accounts are reporting, and you, if, you get, if you get down to 70 score, it's okay. You still can't get funded, but we really like to see you 80 or above. And so when you have 
business credit scores 80 or above, it just basically puts you in a, t- a totally different realm to be able to do things for your business. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, so what else do we tell? We tell people they need to be being prepared to think about. Okay, you, know, you think about this, you got your credit, got your whatever. What other things they can do from a personal perspective or a business perspective that they need to start thinking about now to prepare themselves to come to you and say, hey, or you or whoever, I need to get my business credit. In. What else they need to prepare for? They got to have their businesses registered. They got to have their EIN number. They got to have their checking account um, situation. They've got to um, do their best, keep their personal credit within line. Okay, or as good as they can keep that, whatever. Um, they got when they get the credit, you'll set it up where there are things they're gonna use, like whether it's a car or a truck or whatever. So they got to either use their, their credit. What else do they need to try to do? Is there anything else? Well, well, there are, there are a lot of things. This 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 industry uh, for business is so diverse. It can lead a company to some great situations. But one of the things that we you know you definitely want to understand is uh, small business. What we've seen a lot of I would say about seven to eight people that, out of ten that we deal with in most cases. What we see is a lot of commingling, and this is something that you know you, you definitely want to avoid. We have you know small business commingling funds between the personal personal for the personal life and things of that nature. That's something you definitely want to you know you want to avoid. You don't want to commingle funds if you got your business set up. You got business income coming in. You want to use your business income to to pay for your expenses or pay your salary, whatever you want to do. But you don't want to be commingling back and forth with uh, you know different things of that nature in terms of you know spending money on your personal life out of your business account and trying to classify it as a business expense. That can be very tricky, and it can lead you to a lot of trouble uh, with things. So you definitely want to, you know, do those things that we talked about, but stay away from co-mingling for sure. Um, you definitely want to uh, stack back, you know, reserves for your account. And one of the reasons why you want to, you know, uh, have reserves because when you deal with some banks, they're what we call bank ratings. Bank ratings are very, very key. Um, in the industry. A lot of us don't know that banks are looking at us in so many different aspects when you're building business credit and you're using funding sources. Um, and so when, you do, when you're building business credit, you also want to be concerned about bank ratings. You want to kind of save as much as you can in reserves for your business because there's a situation where um, you're going to be looked at from a lot of different perspectives in terms of business credit. And so when you're building bank ratings, bank ratings can be the difference from you getting a loan and not getting a loan from time to time. And the bank rates have what we call classifications and uh, what we call some call tiers. So in other words, you have what we call bank rates of a low four, a mid four, a high four, low five, mid five, high five. five. And what that means is this is the amount of money that's that's in reserves in your bank account on a 90-day rolling cycle. So in other words, anything from $1,000 to $3,999 is what we call a low four. Anything from $4,000 to $6,999 is what we call a mid four. Anything in your business bank account uh, from from a high four uh, as a high four is seven thousand dollars to nine hundred nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, so on and so forth. So it gets up to what we call a high five. A high five can be anywhere from seventy thousand dollars to nine uh, to basically nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine nine nine. So basically, you want to just take get with someone in the industry to kind of help you guide you through the best ways to set your business up so that you can be strong when you go. So your picture for the bank is strong. So give an example with that is, you know, it's a lot of nuts and bolts that you've got to have together with your business. You've got to file your taxes. You've got to do a lot of different things. One of the things is we do as small business, we try to do everything ourselves to save money, or we try to go and take on something like business credit and do it, and do it ourselves in order to try to build it. And some folks think building business credit is I got me a few net accounts 
you know, I got me business credit. I got, I got staples. I got Home Depot. I got these different accounts, and I got strong business credit. But you go to the bank, you get turned down. It's more to that. You can build business credit yourself, but you have to know what to do. You have to know the entities. You have to know how the bank thinks. You know, you have to know exactly what banks to go to, what banks not to go to. And most of us as small business owners, if you're not in this industry, you don't know where to go. You're just trying to do it yourself. Um, and so, but it can be done. It can be done, but it can be very difficult as well. And, and so that's a very um banking. banking. Um, it's important for them to always have a relationship with your bank. Whatever bank you're in, you have somebody who knows you, you know them, and you have a banking relationship, not just go and put your money in the account and walk out. You need to have a banking relationship. Is that, is that correct? You do, have, you do need to have a banking relationship. It's very, very important because, believe it or not, it, it can be the difference between getting a deal and not getting a deal. If you may not be exactly what the bank needs, you may, be run, you may run to a particular bank who has what we call a little bit of leeway, who may be able to do things based on other compensating factors. And so those compensating factors could be a number of things. And so they, it could be a time in business. It could be, um, you know, it could be your location, how long you've been at your location. It could be personal credit. It can mean a lot of different things. And so it's good to have a personal relationship with a banker. I have several I deal with. And so, so much so that I've been able to obtain funding and loans and different things of that nature without going through a whole lot of hassle. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's, it's a good process to be in. There were some times that I didn't have everything I needed for the particular bank. But because of my relationship, because of the person that I knew, and because they knew me personally, and I spent time going back and forth into the bank, they saw me, I've been able to pick up the phone and do things they didn't normally say you have to come inside the bank to do. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. You have to start and develop relationships with banks. Now, is there any conversation about with a bank or a credit union? Is there any right or wrong on that or just what? No, um, you, you, there, there's well, there are a lot of good banks out, uh, across the country. There, you know, mm-hmm. over six hundred thousand banks. You know, six six thousand banks or so across the country. And so what happens is, if you if living in the local area, you want to get to know the different banks. You want to want to you want to get to know what they're offering businesses. In other words, mm-hmm. what type of checking accounts, um, you know, what types of you know, services they offer. And then basically, you want to get with that personal banker and, and find out from him, say, if I need, if I'm banking with you. In order to obtain funding and doing doing different things with you all, where does my business need to be? Oftentimes, these a lot of, if they're seasoned enough, they'll be able to tell you exactly what you need to do in order to obtain funding directly from them. You may not be ready now, but you may be ready late, ready later. And a lot of them will tell you exactly what you need to do. No different from us. If you're not where you need to be, we're going to tell you exactly what you need to do to be prepared for a multiple stream of banks because you just mm-hmm. never know which banks are doing what. And so you, that's going to be very important. So local banks are very important to deal with credit unions. There are some decent credit unions out there. And so before we get off the call, I'll give everyone, you know, um, you know my information, things of that nature, and I'll send you out uh, a link where you can actually run a scan of your business, a compliance check on your business. And with this compliance check, it'll tell you what key factors you may be missing in your business structure in order to get where you need to be. And that's exciting. That's good help right there. That is very good help. Let me ask you one more question before we kind of stop and let you do that. Um, tell me about lines of credit. You know, we talk about credit. I mean, should you also have, someone asked me this question, should you have a go after? Um, suppose that I have a, a business and I'm in, you know, in marketing and advertising or whatever, and, you know, I don't need to necessarily buy, you know, whatever, whatever. But should I also have a line of credit set with some financial institution where I know I have a $10,000 limit, $20,000, $30,000 limit that I could use at any time? Is that something we need to do or just when you need it? What's kind of 
I, I believe I believe I believe lines of credit are very useful for all businesses because you mm-hmm. never know what you're going to do. I've been in situations because I had a line of credit where something came up, a, a good opportunity or a situation that I need to take care of, and because of the line of credit, having access to the line of credit, I was able to do things that I needed to do in reference to a lot of different situations. So you know, if you have that, if you have that access, it puts you in a place where even if your business runs into a little bit of trouble, having certain types of lines of credit can help you, you know, come out of certain situations or it can help advance your business when opportunities, you know, are there. So basically you always want to just be ready. So you have the lines of credit. It's not going to help you. It's not going to hurt you to have it. You know, you only pay when you use it. So right. um, it's, it's good to have. Okay. Cool, cool. Well, listen, that's kind of what I want to know. Listen, so, Tony, we don't have that much time left, but I want people to get the information you were just talking about, um, giving your information, how to reach you, um, social media, email, phone number, whatever, and then also the information you can be able to send out to them if they request it. Okay. Well, I'm not a big social media guy, but I am on Facebook. But nevertheless, okay. you can reach us. You, I'm going to give my cell phone number, and I'm gonna give, uh, and, and also I'll give 800 number that everyone can text. Uh, some information, and then I'll in turn send them that information that, you know, may be helpful for them. But you can reach us uh, at member, M-E-M-B-E-R, dot rockholdingsllc.com. That's M-E-M-B-E-R dot rock, R-O-C-K, holdings, H-O-L-D-I-N-G-S, L-L-C dot com. And you can also, when you go on that site, you can actually run a free, uh, free scan of your business on that site as well. All right? You can also text 800 800- Nine seven four five zero four eight eight hundred nine seven four five zero four eight. If you would text the word bizcred b i z c r e d to that number, I will in turn send you some information that be useful for your business. I would also send a twenty item compliance checklist for your business. Okay, that sounds great. And listen, guys, I'm, I'm going to have Tony do this one more time. Go through it again slowly because you guys all need to make that effort. Do these things. He's saying, call him up. Uh, text and get this information you're going to need because it's for your good. So give it to him one more time, Tony. Okay. So you can go to member, M-E-M-B-E-R dot rockholdingsllc.com. That is M-E-M-B-E-R dot R-O-C-K-H-O-L-D-I-N-G-S-L-L-C dot com. You can run your free scan there. You can text me, bizcred, B-I-Z-C-R-E-D, to 800 974 5048. That's 800-974-5048. Text BizCred, B-I-Z-C-R-E-D. You can also reach me on my cell phone, which is 803-354-8227. 803-354-8227. Great, great, great information. Listen, guys, take advantage of the stuff we're giving you. I'm so excited about this last – I'm excited about the show, period. So once again, guys, thank you all for listening. If you got any suggestions, any comments, hit me up on Facebook. Going greatness doc, uh, going in greatness by Facebook, but also I'm just really really excited about what we're doing here. We're telling people about making some money, some things we hadn't thought about before, um, in terms of investing, in terms of bitcoins, in terms of our business credit. You know, we hadn't thought about those things before. They weren't uh, that available to us. We didn't know that much about them. Now we're getting to know about them. We're getting to know about them with people who look like us, who are trying to help us, who are young and innovative. Take up, take him up on his opportunity to get this from him. This is something he's going to send to you at no cost. Now, you know, the service overall is going to charge you something, but you get what you pay for. So the bottom line is, guys, you got to invest in yourself and in your business, and you can't do all of it yourself. I am a small business owner. I know the need to try to do it all ourselves because we have limited funds and limited time, but trust me, certain things that comes to money, 
and finances and uh, taxes and stuff like that, you need to have a professional. You need to have someone who knows all the ins and outs. You need to have somebody who keeps up on all the changes and laws and stuff like that because you can't do it all. I can promise you that. Um, so once again, contact um, Tony. Rockholdingsllc.com is a great – go on his website, see what's out there, and go on and start making preparation to make your company and make yourself great. So once again, I want to thank all of you for being here. Tony, thank you again. Thank you, Gwen. For coming, call him, find out what's what I'm telling you. I talked to this man. I know he knows what he's doing. So we're going to bring you the best and best ways we can to help you make your business more successful and for you all to continue to grow in greatness. Thank you so much. Have a great evening. It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness.